something about your love Yeah, there's something about your love Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Whiskey Geeks. Uh, my name is Tim. Hey, and I'm Alex, and we are two brothers on a quest to bring you the perfect pairing of whiskey and comics. That we are, sir. We've got a really fun episode today, and uh, a little behind the scenes here, folks. This is take two at this episode. Whoops. What yes, are we drinking, is. and what are, what are we talking about? <laughs> Uh, so tonight we have paired the Chivas Regal Mizunara cask finish with a another blend, if you will, of Batman and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Super, super fun book. Now quickly, why this is a redo is this was the very first podcast that we ever recorded yeah. uh, like six months ago. I remember, I so I, I re-listened to it today. Ago. And, yeah. and I think one of the first things that I said was, well, in this new era of COVID and being at home, and yeah. as I was listening to it, I burst out laughing, being like, oh, yeah, about yeah. that. So, yes, yeah, so we recorded that a long time ago, and yeah. uh, it was before we were doing video. We recorded a couple yes. episodes of audio only, and then we started doing video, and then it was like, well, I guess we're going to re-record a couple, so we're going to re-record this one. But... Um, I'm actually happy that we're going to re-record this for a couple of reasons. The when we first did it, that was the first time I had tried anything in that had been finished in a Mizunara Outcast. Yeah. Um, we might put the audio up sometime as like a fun little look at our first episode we ever recorded, so you can hear <laughs> me freak out about how amazing uh, the Mizunara whiskey was. Is? Yeah. Yeah, and because of that, so I. What went did you and, go and do after? Because you liked the Mizunara finish. I went hunting. It was like, I want to, f- I want to get more of this Mizunara because I really liked that Oki uh, finish. So I went out and bought a bottle. And as some people know, we're doing these neck pour sessions um, where we're, you know, cracking a new bottle and doing quick reviews. So I picked up this bottle, have recorded the neck pour session. It's going to be next week's neck pour session video. So come back for that. Make sure you subscribe <laughs> to the channel and come <laughs> to that. Um, but I've already had this much of it. So this is the Kayo. I, I thought you just uh, did the neck pour. I know. I recorded the neck pour a couple weeks ago and uh, may have I shipped a like couple it. samples to me. I've also been sharing this with some people, but this is so I picked up the it's a Kayo cask strength completely matured in Mizunara oak um, because I thought the Mizunara Chivas was great. So tell us about Mizunara oak and then I'm going to start smelling this glass because yeah. it's been like six months since I've tried this and I really liked it. So I'm excited to get well, back you, in. You had to you had to get another sample, right? I did. Yes. So which, whiskey dad sent me this one whiskey dad. Yeah. He's got a bottle of it too, of course. Um, so yeah, what makes Mizunara casks, uh, so special and what makes them slightly different? So we are the whiskey geeks. So we're going to get a little geeky here talking about wood. Um, Buckle up. Yeah, here we go. Here's a deep dive. Um, yeah. so Mizunara is actually from the Latin Quercus Mongolica, which oh, man, is you are getting geeky. Latin. I love oh, it. Yeah. Come on. I love uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a like subspecies of oak and there's like 600 different species subspecies of oak that grow around the world so the Quercus mongolica is one that is eastern asia and so like mongolian oak and then also grows in japan and that's where you get the mizunara oak so right. what makes it like special is there's a couple reasons one it takes forever to grow 
So what most whiskey is aged in is just white oak, like American oak. So Quercus alba. Um, I like how I say Quercus with like, I love it. Like I know how to speak Latin and I put a little a nice, accent on it. It's a dead language. That's probably how they sounded. No one knows. Yeah, what, yeah nobody knows. No one's going to call no. me on it. <laughs> One Almost language. Someone's going to call you oh, on it's it. It's the internet. Someone's going to, yeah. Um, so that's so those trees are fairly fast growing. And the other thing with white oak is they grow like super straight. So when it comes right. for making lumber, for coopering, when you're going to make casks, um, white oak is really, really good. This American oak, it's like in all the forests in the eastern seaboard, um, United States, up into Canada. Um, you've got these really nice, tall, straight oak trees, very few branches coming out of them at the lower right. levels. So you don't get a lot of knots in them. So it's real easy to make, you know, like to use, use for lumber, to make them, uh, into the staves to then cooper into the casks. So it takes about 70 years for one of okay. these oak trees to like get to maturity. It's all very regulated, you know, like you can't cut a tree down before, 70 years forestry regulations, which is all really great for conservation. Mm -hmm. um, also really good for turnover. Like it's 70 years seems like a long time, fairly uh, fast when you're talking about wood turnover for a forest. So when you get into the Mongolica strain of the oak, you're looking at 200 to four to 500 years. Whoops. Before these trees can be harvested. Yikes. And they're really gnarly. There's tons of branches. So you've got knots all over the place. I'm going to have a couple pictures coming up so people can yeah. see what the Mizunara trees look like. They're gorgeous. And, I mean, they're gorgeous trees. I mean, if I yeah. had to have one in my backyard, I'd rather that. Be pretty great. Uh, and then the other thing is they're a lot more porous. Yeah. So, which is really good when you want to infuse flavor into a whiskey because there's a lot of interaction between the liquid and the wood. But on the flip side of that, something that is super porous, it is more prone to leaking. Mm. So when you get like a softer wood and you've got it in like a humid climate and you're doing some temperature control, the casts are expanding. It's really, it's, it's porous. Right. So it can, it can have a, the negative effect where you could like lose an entire barrel because mm. it leaks. I mean, you would think they're checking often enough that they wouldn't lose a whole barrel, but you're going to lose <laughs> you think. more than the angel share, as they say, which you know the expected evaporation as it matures. Right. So, so that's one of the like you know it's it's a give and take. You get a lot of extra flavor, but there's this risk. Now the other thing, how much are they? Because it takes so long. <laughs> so you can get um, like refill bourbon casks uh, like first fill sherry, ex sherry cast, stuff like that of the American oak you can get for around a thousand, I'm going to say a thousand dollars. When I was doing the research before, and I'll, I'll admit I haven't redone it with the price of wood having gone crazy lately. <laughs> um, we're trying to build a fence in the backyard. Good golly. Um, yeah. We're, we're going to be doing some, some like stuff as well. And we've had a couple a good people time. come over and they've all said, wait until next year. It is just literally just not worth it. Yeah. So, um, so you can get like about a thousand dollars for like an, uh, first fill, like ex bourbon, something like that. The Mizunara casks, you're talking 6,000. Yikes. So it is so much more now, yeah. which is why there's for, not many whiskey distilleries who use them. Like when I went on my yeah. search to like, Oh my gosh, like th this is really nice. What else is done in Mizunara so I can find it? It's not a lot. No, there's, there's, really there's not, not a lot. lot there's not a lot of people do it. I think there's, um, Glenn Gassog 
I think I'm saying that right. I'm probably butchering it. It's an Irish whiskey. Yeah. Um, they do a Mizunara. There's and then a Fulmore travel exclusive, oh. which if you can travel and go well, to an airport and find one, good for you. Yeah. Um, Send I mean, us there, one. There was one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. if, if that's something that you can find. So there was, there is one of that, which, I mean, I really enjoy Bowmore. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if that's something that's even gettable at this point. Yeah. Uh, who knows? So yes, a, a lot of them, yeah. so a lot of them are just finished in yeah. these casks and yeah. it, it's because they're just so expensive. So doing something like a full age in a Mizunara cask is very expensive, which is one reason why, like for your Kayo, Mm-hmm. The Castro and Kyle, like it's a lot more than yeah. something like this Chivas Regal. Now, I still think this is it's very reasonable. It's right around the eighty dollar mark. Uh, we're in Canada. It's the LCBO where we do most of our shopping. That's their price point. Um, I'm yeah. sure you can get it cheaper in other places, but that's what it was. And honestly, for what's in the bottle, it's I think it's good. really fair. I'm I really I really do enjoy this whiskey. Yeah. It's very smooth. Yeah, make sure you stick yep. around. We'll get our ratings at the end of the episode like we always yeah. do. We'll, we'll rate this. But I, yeah, I haven't taken a sip yet, so I'm going to dive in right now. Uh, yeah. One thing that I will say is like a lot of people dunk on blends. Like a lot of a lot of scotch snobs and like whiskey yes. people like, oh, it's a blend. No, thanks. Yeah. Or I mean, I've been uh, guilty of that as well. Like I know that when I've, when travel was a thing or when events were a thing, if I was at a, you know, a conference for work yeah. or something and I would ask like, do you have any scotch? And, and they were like, oh, we got Johnny Walker. And I was like, oh, I mean, I guess, um, you know, or if they had like the regular Chivas and I'd be like, yeah, sure. I'll take it. You know, but a lot of people dunk on blends, but like there's, but there are some blends coming out in the market now that are very good. Yeah kind of like these master blenders know what they're doing almost like these guys that have spent their entire <laughs> lives dedicated <laughs> to this yeah. really know how to churn out a good dram yeah so i'm just saying like for people who are kind of new and if you're you're into it now and you think like oh it has to be a single malt like don't let don't let the word blend scare you um yeah especially for this one so yeah. so this is what, the like it's the regular 12 year old chivas regal which is then finished it's it's tough to say like the internet says different things the the bottle itself like it doesn't say right on it like exactly how long it spends in the Mizunara cask at the end it's I've seen thing anywhere from like three months to six months um, some people out there will say anything less than six months it's really hard to tell the difference of the influence of a cask because they're putting them in you know like these large like 500 liter barrels so the interaction like the surface ratio interaction between the liquid and the wood is pretty low so to get the influence you know it takes a bit of time now like for me one thing that Mizunara is known for it's higher in vanillin which is like a chemical in the wood that imparts those vanilla I mean it's it's really handy that that's the name yeah (laughs) Uh, it imparts like the vanilla notes some of the like the honey notes um, another thing that I, uh, this one review I read, it said like Mizunara can bring those, um, like this temple spiciness, um, to the dram, oh, okay. which I think for this one, like this one's super smooth on the palate. So it's but, really light on the nose too. Like when you yeah. first, I mean, like you me, can really get right in it, there. Oh yeah. Do not be shy. I mean, people have been seeing me on this. I mean my wife makes fun of me whenever she's like come into the kitchen sometime when I'm 
having a whiskey and like i'm i'm the type of person that will just bury my nose in and i'll do it with like Ardbeg and like octomore i'm a i'm a nutcase like that i'll just yeah i'll just go right in but this one you can you can definitely just power bomb on the nose it's you know it's it's not i didn't find it a complex nose by any means it's vanilla there's a bit of spices in there kind of like your baking spices a little bit but yeah. i just get a ton of a ton of oak yeah almost cedary in a sense like you know that like like a salt like a wet wood kind of yeah you know um, well, like after after it's rain walking through the woods exactly like cedar bushes in the backyard like just yeah yeah <clears throat> hint watch our neck pour uh sessions <laughs> Uh, cause I think that's a Mizunara quality because there was a lot yeah. of that uh, yeah. in that one. Um, but then on the, on the taste of this, it's just warm, vanilla, smooth, yeah. awesome. It's, there's probably a lot, a bit more in there, you know, we're talking and tasting. So I'll, I'll, I'll get a little, a couple more notes in while, while you talk next when my next yeah. sip, but I mean, it's, it's not the most complex whiskey, but it's like, it's a, a great balance. It's. Yeah a mix of a mix of a bunch of things it blends well which we'll get into shortly but why that works with the comic book so well um but it's it's very pleasant yeah it's I, you yeah, can I, pick this up almost almost any day any time of year this isn't like a winter whiskey or a summer whiskey like this is an everyday sipper as you yeah. can, as i say and you don't don't need to be shy about sharing this one with someone who's a little newer to whiskey or someone who Good says point. like oh i don't I don't like the super sweet or I don't like the super smoky or whatever. Like this isn't a, like offensive in any way. Like someone's no. just going to pick this up and be like, Oh yeah, this is a great whiskey. You know, I and like, for like $80 for $80 too. If, if you're looking for something that's a little bit different for your own yeah. collection, for your house, or just to have on your bar to like give out to yeah. people when they come over. So this is a great option, I think. Yeah. For that. And I mean, just, I mean, you can put the, you know, put the image up better, but it looks really pretty on the mm, shelf mm. <laughs> it's a really mm. nice like kind of teal teal box as well that just kind of pops as well which is nice um speaking of things that pop and look really pretty oh, uh tell me a professional podcaster tell so me that was a segue about and a half. why not just why we paired this but why we love this book so much i mean this might go long folks because we're <laughs> we're about to really <laughs> drawn out to... about how much we love this artist Oh my goodness. Yeah. Freddie Williams. Um, he's the reason why I picked this book up. Um, I mean, we're massive turtle fans. Yeah. <laughs> Grow. I mean, you know, being born in the eighties, growing up as kids in the nineties, when the, you know, the animated show and that first live action movie, when that, when that came out, that was our entire world. Yeah. That was my entire world it was just turtles. I- Everything. I turtles, took karate turtles, for turtles. eight years because of that Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. Like, that's no joke at all. Yeah, <laughs> Like, absolutely. walked out, we were doing spin kicks in the parking lot. Yeah. And asked my I, asked mom and dad to sign me up for karate. Yeah. And I think that movie came out in 89, 90? I, something like that? Yes. It's around that. Um, hey, look at I, the banner I, we just put up that tells you exactly when it came out. <laughs> exactly. Um, I have a very, very vivid memory of going to the theater to see this movie because we went opening weekend my parents took us uh shout outs to huron marketplace theater that's no longer in existence in london ontario yeah um and uh we went opening weekend and this was obviously before you could reserve a seat and Mm -hmm. so it was just first come first serve and and i and i remember you and mom 
went to one part of the theater where you could find two seats. And then my, our dad and I went to another section of the theater and we couldn't find two seats together. So I sat alone at five or six or whatever it was to watch this movie. <laughs> I think dad was behind, behind me close enough, but close to he could see me. And then, and like, and again, this is probably going to come across sounding weird, but like the guy beside me was just like, Oh, you're here by, Oh, that's your dad. And he was just like, I got him. And then he like shared his popcorn with me. Just the stranger gave me candy uh, at a movie theater to watch. What a nice, innocent time that was. (laughs) I know. Right. He was probably like our age now. Right. He was probably in his thirties. And just, I mean, I would do that. I think I would like to think that I would do that if, I was of in the course. theater watching something that I loved and there was a kid that I was like, yeah, man, you want some, sneak popcorn? some popcorn. All good. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I was a chubby little kid too. So, <laughs> uh, so I probably ate all of his popcorn. Hey, if that was you, sorry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we love the turtles, uh, the two of us. And when I kind of got back into comics a few years ago, I was doing a lot of, it was right around the time when DC did their rebirth, yeah. uh, like relaunch. So I was heavy into like grabbing books. That was kind of like, our big pushback in was around that time. And so I was grabbing all of the Batman books, all the, all the bat universe books. And then I just saw this cover for uh, Batman and the teenage mutant Ninja turtles, number one, and the artwork, like the books basically just were jumping off the shelves with how incredible the cover was. Um, And it's all because of Freddie Williams and his ink wash style. So he, his comic book art, art style is, it's, I mean, he's probably not the only person doing it. He's the only one that I've really picked up and the only books that I've really picked up that, that use this style. And I watched a, a video. I'll try and put the link in the description here for you, but you can go and look it up. It's, it's Freddie Williams at San Diego comic-con from, I think it was like 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, he was at the DC booth doing like a live drawing thing. And then people were asking him about the ink wash style. And, and it's like, he has to use a thicker paper cause it's all painted. Yeah. So it's like he takes ink and he waters it down to like make the scale, like the gray shades that he needs. And he's physically, he's painting. So he has to use a thicker paper than most comic book artists. And his process takes a lot longer because he's painting. Yeah. So he has to like let it dry and then go back in and do another round of shading and let it dry and go back. So the dedication that he puts into his pages is like second to none. I'm going to flash his Instagram handle because he is one of the, one of the best artist follows out there. I think, yeah. Um, he takes commissions. So you can get commissions are incredible and people commission like bonkers, cool stuff from him. Like I've seen some, like some cool mashups on his page where it was like the Mandalorian and like a, and like Batman or something like that. It was like a comic yeah. book or like Iron Man and the Mandalorian. He'll do like mashup pieces, which are oh, it's super so cool. So cool. Um, but yeah, Freddie Williams, the artwork on this book is insane. And like the story's dope as hell. Oh yeah. They, so yeah, I mean, not to jump right it. in, but I, yeah, I'm going to jump in a little bit. So what I, what I really like about this comic is it doesn't get bogged down in like the science of why they're together. Right. It's like Krang in an interdimensional portal and all of a sudden like New York and Gotham and this and like Shredder gets sucked in to Gotham City and the Foot Clan comes with them and all of a sudden there's this new villain in Gotham City and Batman's trying to hunt down like what's going on here. And then 
of course, the turtles like, and then they come over and they end up meeting Batman because they're investigating the foot the same way. They don't understand what's how they got there either, but they know the foot clans has something to do with it. And they're trying to figure out how to get back and so are the foot. So it's like, okay. And then all of a sudden Batman and the turtles show up in the same like, like science research facility and, and go at it. Yeah. And it's super cool. And Mm -hmm. there's like an immediate respect between the two of them as like practitioners of martial arts and like the ninja arts and the like sneaking, stealthing around. And it's, and it's great. And it doesn't get bogged down into the like, Oh, well it was specifically this type of science. And it's just like, we get it. It's a comic book. Cool. Let's, let's get on, let's get on with it. Yeah. And let's watch, let's watch Batman and, and Raphael get angry at each other. See who can both... like outbrood the other. Yeah, it's great. I mean, Raph is so Raph in this book. Oh, I mean, yeah. oh, it's, it's got to be so fun to write the Ninja Turtles. Just, I mean, I think Raphael would be the most fun character to write because oh, he's just, just like, a moody teenager. Oh, it's it's amazing. He's like, so and of fun. course he like he storms out at one point yeah. because of course, of course. he does. Yeah, um, it doesn't go well. Um, <laughs> sure, Donate- yeah. yeah, Donatello when he shows up to the Batcave is like a kid in a candy store. He's he just like his mind. He's like looking around. He sees the back computer and he's like, how did you do like him yeah. and him and Batman like nerd out on that side of things. Doesn't um, Michelangelo like climb on the, a T-Rex in his, I think he's on top of the like T-Rex that? at some point. He's like, yeah. you have a dinosaur. Yeah. Oh man. It's so yeah. cool. So I think there's, there's been two volumes, right? And I th- there's six issues f- each. Yeah. And a third's coming. Third's coming. So I love, yeah. I mean, I loved the first one so much that, I mean, that trade. I got that second one. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, which is equally great. I mean, just we won't spend too much time on it, but Bane is heavily involved, and so is the Ooze. Oh, that's oh, you know what? I haven't read volume two yet, so that alone, rah. Bane with Ooze, buddy. That's pretty cool. All yeah. Right. So super, sh- super shredder, got nothing on Bane on with Ooze. Bane. Damn. Yeah. So that's really fun. And and like in the villain team up in in this one, like Shredder and Ra's al Ghul like get together, and yeah. like and the whole like Gotham underworld, like you know, there's like a little bit of the penguins in there, yeah. and Shredder's like, like you're no real criminal, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> um, <laughs> was, get out of here with just, your top hat and monocle. Get out yeah, of here. It's super yeah. fun. Yeah, um, the, and we figured it was a, a really great pairing because you know it is it's like a mashup of two things. There's like yeah. the you know, the Asian influence of all of the, you know, the, the turtles backgrounds and, turtles and, um, and shredder, um, Orokusaki. Oh my gosh. That I was, was going to say, if you, oh man, I was just going to pull the, pull that, the card on you there. That was close. Oh. Woo. <laughs> um, uh, and then, the, like, and then, yeah, Shivas, the, the blend yeah. uh, of the blending of styles and, you know, just the blend of the, the Mizunara Oak with it. It's just, it's just a fun, it's a fun pairing. Yeah. It's a fun book. Oh, I really, it's a fun whiskey. Really enjoyed. It's really great. Really enjoyed it. When we yeah, mashups when we were making our list. They are. Well, yeah. Hey, speaking of mashups, that brings us nicely to the other thing I wanted to talk about, like the the other fun thing that we get finish, into here on these. Finish videos. your point. You were gonna you were gonna say something and I rudely interrupted you. When we were making our list. Oh, I was just gonna say yeah, when we were making our list, this one it sort of jumped out at us because I had just received this bottle. I mean, we're talking a year ago now um, for my last birthday. Uh, the Whiskey Dad had, you know, gotten this and uh, sent it up. So it, 
I really enjoyed it. And then you had actually sent me these books, like because mm-hmm. you had the you had all the singles, yeah. so you had sent them up. I, I mean, whatever. Like times a flat circle at the moment. A while ago, <laughs> Jeremy Bear me for all yeah, of you. <laughs> exactly, good place fans. Good place. Yeah. So it was just sitting there, and I hadn't read it. So when we started to go through about what we should pair with what, I said, well, like, I just got this bottle. Like, what would work well? And then you said, well, like, you know those Ninja Turtle Batman books? And I was like, oh, of course that's what we should do this with. And then I read them and just plowed through all of them. And I don't know why I was waiting to read them. Like, they're just sitting in one of my boxes. And, like, you've got regular stuff that's coming in or someone gives you a new trade. So, you, you know, anyways. So I finally read these and I'd set aside a bit of time. Um, before I, I went and wrote the article, uh, which check out the website. There's the accompanying article like we always do. Um, bing, 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 bing. There it goes. <laughs> Look at that gorgeous it's Final like Cut magic. Pro edit. I know. Um, <laughs> and like I've got two young kids, so I'd, I'd set aside like the better part of a, a week of worth of evenings to sort of like, you know, get into them and read them and enjoy a dram or two as I go. And I just did them all in one night because like I read the first one was like, Oh, that was awesome. And I just put that down and just immediately grabbed the next one out of the, out of the bag and just kept going. Yeah. And it was a super fun ride. Yeah. So yeah, this is an incredible, like a really good mashup. This is going to score high on my pairing scale, which will so. come later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but mashups, we want to talk about mashups too. Mashups. What yeah. Are some... Like what are some of the, like your favorite comic book, Mashups. I mean, it doesn't just have to be comics. Like you can, you know, books or you know, in the geek world. Like, what are some yeah. of the your favorite team ups that have happened that you've that you've read? I got, I got some good ones. Um, quick shouts to my buddy Orbax. I'm not going to mention Harry Potter because I've mentioned Harry Potter like three episodes in a row, and he called me out on that. So don't <laughs> worry, buddy. No Harry Potter in this one. Um, I'm going to say the first one is uh, Superman versus Muhammad Ali. Oh, I love that. that like classic Neil Adams drawn yeah. um, book with like all those celebrities in the, in like the, in the audience the, watching around the that ring and stuff. And yeah. But that's a, that's a super fun one. I love it when they bring in athletes into like a comic book world. Um, I mean, does Space Jam count? It wasn't a, wasn't a, wasn't a comic book, but. Uh, I'm sure there you know, is a comic book version of it. Probably was. But yeah, no, that, that Muhammad Ali versus Superman. All right, well, it's a fun book. Let me jump in then because I had a sports one too. Have oh. you seen the Charles Barkley versus Godzilla comic book cover? <laughs> no. So Charles Barkley grows to the side I, of Godzilla. I will I mean, just put it up online put it up. to see this, but it's that sounds incredible. Amazing. So, like, <laughs> Barkley is Godzilla's size. There are buildings involved, and Barkley does have a basketball. So I haven't read it. I need to go and find this because yeah. I would love to see the two of them play basketball over top of a city. Oh my gosh! And yeah, I'm just actually now like rewatching all those MonsterVerse movies oh, really? leading up to the watch of Godzilla um, King, King Kong. Kong. So I'm I haven't watched it yet, but I've like watched all those other ones, and I was like, oh yeah, like get Barkley in there throwing some elbows against Godzilla. It'd be really funny. What are, you, what are your thoughts on the other... So we watched like the Godzilla movies, like the Matthew Broderick one and... No. Oh, okay. no. So I just started with the... Skull Island or whatever it was? No, the one before that. So like Godzilla, which was like right. 2014. So I started I there. I, I, think I, I think I watched that on a plane yeah. <laughs> going to a I, conference or something like it, that. It's... I think it was good. They're 
Yes. I mean, it's a Godzilla. It's yes. Yeah. It's uh, I, I don't know. I I really. I mean, look, you're not going in to watch these thinking it's Shawshank Redemption. No, of so, course not. This is the Fast and the Furious version of monsters. Yeah, they're great. Honestly, I'm, <laughs> the Skull Island King Kong. I did watch on a plane coming home from Scotland. Oh, I do remember that. Actually, yeah. I was yeah, I was it's, on the it's way. It's basically all all these movies are basically they've taken uh, Marvel Marvel characters and they're in these movies. Yeah. So, like Captain Marvel and Nick Fury are <laughs> are both in Skull Island. <laughs> Yeah. And Loki, sorry, like he's oh, that's right. He's, well, he's the main character. Like he's the main that's dude. Right. You know, so a while like, ago. Yeah. Anyways, that's cool. They're fine. They're great. Back on back um, on point. Back on yeah. Back on the comics. Um, I know. Um, so speaking, just because we were talking Freddie Williams, yeah, he did another cool mashup book, which was He Man and the Thundercats. Yeah. Which Thundercats, another show that you and I were Devoured. obsessed with. Oh yeah, as kids. Like, I had the sword, right? Yes. Like I had Lionors, like with the we had yeah, a, like we had, we had, a had sword and yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Panthor I, I, and Shitara and just the oh. best. His yeah. glove, Mumra. <laughs> it's a freaking yeah. dope show. Yeah, but I mean, like yeah. the thought of like of He Man and Lionor together with their awesome swords. It's just, great. Yeah, yeah. That's another one. I, I haven't read it yet, but I, I'm going to pick that up. Yeah. Do you have? Another I've one? seen. Well, I've seen some of his art. Uh, I've like seen the Freddy art Williams because I, art from that, yeah. and I was just like, "Oh my!" And because I, I think it was actually on his Instagram the first time I saw the like I saw him do a Thundercats right like commission, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's be- like that's beautiful." Yeah, um, yeah. The other one, the other one that I had was Wonder Woman and Conan. Oh, that's and rad. so they like they get captured and they're forced to fight like gladiator style, like in a in a ring, and then they they break out and they're being chased as they like run off through the jungle. And um so I like that would be a super like I think that would be a super interesting. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people well. a lot of people really, really love Conan and really love like yeah. the old Conan comic books that Marvel put out. I've yeah. I've not read any of them, admittedly. No, neither um, have I. But, I mean, I see a lot of, I see them all the time. When I go to Heroes, shout out, uh, my local comic store here, like they've got tons of Conan books and they're like, they've got wall books galore. And I see people like selling them online for like decent money. Yeah. And I just, I've never, Conan just never really did it for me. They've, I'm I mean, they've. Re- sure the comics are fine. Well, there's like a modern, modern version of, of the Conan run too, right? Like mm-hmm. there's whatever. I don't iteration it's in right yeah. now, but so I've seen a, a, like some of the newer, like the artwork that's in there. I mean, it looks really cool. I mean, you know, yeah. as a big, this just, D&D, man, there's so many books to read. Yeah. Like as a yeah. big D and D fan, it just really plays to my like barbarian, like Goliath barbarian with a broadsword running around. It's very true. So that's very true. You know, um, a co- so another company that does a really good job on the mashups, uh, like IDW does a lot. They're the ones who do, they've got Ninja Turtles and like Thundercats and He-Man and stuff. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's IDW as well. Transformers. Uh, Dynam- Transformers. Yeah. I think um, Power Rangers. Dynamite. Yes. No, Power Rangers is Boom. Yes, that's right. They're Boom Studios. Um, Dynamite does a really good job as well. Like they've got, they've got like Green Hornet and um, 
like Lone Ranger and Zorro and stuff like right, that. And right, right. we, uh, one of our virtual tastings recently, actually, this is a cool one. We, yes. uh, we paired a whiskey with, um, Django and Zorro, which was written by Quentin Tarantino and is the yes, official sequel to Django Unchained, which yeah. I found, we, you found a place where we could read it for free online. I'll throw this, that in the description. This super because cool book. It is awesome. Apparently they're making a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, who knew. And like we were randomly just looking around, we were trying to find something to pair with something that was finished in, uh, what, what was it, it was for? The, it, was it, the, was the, it was the Glenn Morangi Quinta right. Ruban. That's right. The 14 year old Quinta Ruban. That's right. It's so a we're delicious to, whiskey. Some, oh, it was so good. Yeah. Uh, something that had like that, like a Spanish influence. And I was like, oh, like, like Zora would be, would be cool. And, and then we found yeah. this book and yeah, I mean, really enjoyed it. It's a super fun book. Um, yeah. But another cool one that, uh, that Dynamite did, which is they did uh, Green Hornet meets Batman 66. So oh, it's like specifically the 66 Batman. And it was written by Kevin Smith and right. uh, Ralph Garman, who they did the Hollywood Babylon podcast. And uh, I'm a fairly big Kevin Smith fan. Um, and Tell the story, because I, I remember it, you've got this, don't you? You've I got do. this book. So... I found this book right when I had tickets to go and see Kevin and Ralph do a Hollywood Babylon in Toronto. And this is, I am fortunate to know Kevin's original booking agent is a very good friend of mine. Um, boss, actually, I <laughs> don't know. I work in the entertainment industry. Um, and so he was his original boss. And so at the time I called him up and I was just like, do you think there's any way that I could, like, I got this comic book. I just would love to meet Kevin. Like I want to go, we're going to the show. And, and he's like, I'll, I'll make some calls and see what I can do. And so we get through the show and then he texts me back and he's like, Hey, like they sold meet and greet passes. Like it was a VIP thing. There was a ticket. Like they just, they can't bring anybody back. And I was like, ah, it's all good, man. That's fine. And then I was, um, I was just like, ah, you know what? I'm just going to try. I'm just going to try. Sure so after shot. the show, I see like the VIP thing and I go up to the, to like the tour manager and I was just like, Hey, this is really weird. But like, can, is there any way you can just take this back with these people and just get them to sign it? And he's like, no, I can't, I can't, which also working in the entertainment industry, yeah. I would be really annoyed if I was <laughs> running a show and some asshole came up and like, I'd be like, <laughs> Fuck sign my comic. yeah, no. And then someone who was in the VIP overheard me. I was just like, Hey man, I don't have anything for him to sign. I'll take him back and just wait right here. I'll go back to the meet and greet. I don't, he's not signing anything for me. I'll just get him to sign your books. And, and I was like, really? I'm like, do you want like 20 bucks? And he was like, no, it's fine. You're Shout obviously that a fan guy. for real. He's like, don't worry about it. So, Hey, if you're watching, if you were that guy that saw the Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman Hollywood Babylon show, like six years ago in Toronto, um, please get in touch. Cause I would like to send you something as a proper thank you. So we, my wife and I, we sat, it was like 45 minutes or an hour <laughs> and we were just sitting in the lobby of this venue. And I'm like that he stole my books. And she was like, I think he stole your books. And I was like, damn it. And, but then sure enough, he came out and he's like, Hey man, here you go. And he got them signed. So I've got issues. I got issue number one of uh, Batman 66 meets the green Hornet signed by, um, Kevin and Ralph. Oh, and then the artist on that book is Ty Templeton, who's yes. from Toronto. And then he was at uh, London Comic Con the following year. So I got him to sign it too, actually. 
Yeah. So, so. That, that's pretty awesome. Anyway. Put up a nice weird. image right in between the two of us here and show that Yeah, off. it's a weird yeah. nerd flex that I just had, but <laughs> it's fun. Shouts to, you know what, comic book people are, they're, they're super people. nice people. You know what, whiskey people are really nice people too. The amount of like, this whole sample thing and like sending people stuff oh. and like getting into tastings, like whiskey is for sharing, comic books are for sharing, stories are for telling, like this whole... This yeah. whole community is fantastic. So, oh yeah, absolutely. Like, and yeah. one of the things the pandemic has really done is like sort of push the boundaries of like, oh well, I can't have you over for a dram, so like here's a sample bottle. And the amount of like Canada Post mail bubble mailers that have been going back and forth. I mean, between us, yeah, and between us and our dad, yeah. But like even yeah. even just people in town here that I know. Porsche, I like yesterday. I I picked up. Um, a Lefroy, which is going to be Lefroy Karchus, which is going to be another neck pour sessions coming up. I grabbed one of those and I've got a couple of friends in town who are big Lefroy fans who didn't get it. And I was like, oh, don't worry about it. Just check your mailbox in 20 minutes. Yeah. And I just like pour a half ounce or an ounce sample and just whip it over to their house and chuck it in their mailbox. I'm like, call me when you have it. Yeah. I'll no, pour it's... one and we'll just have a chat. Yeah. It's so great. No, it's super, super fun. Yeah. I do have one more. I got one more yeah. mashup oh, that I've Yeah, yeah. Um, Punisher goes to Riverdale to find some drug dealers in the Archie universe. Yeah. That's that's gotta be the most out there mashup. Yeah. And I can just imagine like Frank Castle stomping around in his combat boots <laughs> through Riverdale High. It's so good. I mean it's yeah. it's cheesy and lame and and well, kind yeah. of dumb, but it, it was a super fun book. I collect a lot of Punisher stuff. I'm a big Punisher guy, so you don't. Say I, it. Yeah, so I saw that, and I was just like, "Uh, yes, please. I need to read this." So, so I've got that. Although I do have, was it called Back to School? Is there a Punisher book? Probably. I, was, oh, I, man, I picked, put me on the spot. Uh, now. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Anyways, I picked one up for you that I saw on Kijiji up here in Ottawa ages mm. ago. It's still sitting here. I found it the other day as I was organizing. And I was like, oh, right. I need to send that to Tim. Oh, well, there you go. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's, we got to get our ratings before we yeah. get out of here. I still have some of this left. Yeah, kept, so it for, well, kept it for the rating. Um, do you want to do so, whiskey first or comic book first? Let's do, we'll whiskey, do whiskey first. Yeah, we'll yeah. Do whiskey first. So what we do here is we do the Canadian Whiskey Geeks. So the CWG uh rating system kind of like cgc for comic book fans out there so we do a market of 10 for the whiskey a market of 10 for the comic book and then a market of 10 for the pair together on how how well they work so right. who's gonna go first for the whiskey let me jump into the whiskey hit it um i really enjoy this so and for me for when i'm doing the my gradings or my like value Always, that always comes into it, like how much does the bottle mm-hmm. cost? And so yeah. like that's one of the things that really comes into it for me. So for $80, that really bumps. Like I think that gives us an extra like 0.5 mark because it does same come thing, in under same the thing happened in Same thing happened in our last episode with the Bunahaben, or a couple episodes ago, the, the, the Toy Chid. Yeah. 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 We bumped that up because it's under 100 bucks and it's a great dram for under 100 yeah. bucks. So, so like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in at, a, at an 8. This is a very, very drinkable, very shareable. It's got some really nice sweet notes, both on the nose um, and on the palate. It's not, it's not overly complex. Like I was leaning more towards seven and a half, but it was that value proposition that bumped it up. So 
because it's something that is gettable, which also sort of plays into things. Um, like you can find a bottle of this. So um, I quite enjoyed it. It's really smooth. It doesn't have like an overly long finish, um, but it's, it's just, it's really nice. So yeah, yeah, I'm giving it an eight. Yeah. I'm going to come in slightly lower. I'm going to go seven and a half. Um, for me, yeah, I think it's, it's everything you said. It, it would have been a seven, but because it's $80 and it's relatively gettable, I yeah. think at the LCBO still. Um, and the fact that it's like an everyday sipper and it's, you know, it's all those, all those extra things for like the super, super scotch collector out there, people who are very, very serious about it. Um, you know, it's probably going to be probably closer to that, like six, six and a half range if we're being honest, you know, like it's yeah. like everything behind me <laughs> is, is better. I like yeah. all this stuff, you know, Legavul and 16, Glenn Morangy, Octomore, Balwini Week of Pete, which I haven't cracked that yet. That was a birthday present. So I'll get into that. Buna 18. And um, I think that's, oh, it's a Macaloni, a Canadian yeah. one. Um, you know, I prefer all of those. Yeah. But I think looking at it from, for what it is, um, it is so shareable. It's cheap enough that you can share it with, and you don't feel guilty. It's not like this Octomore, which you drop $225. You just, yeah, you just don't want to share it unless you know that they're going to really appreciate it. This is one that you can just kind of free pour for everybody. And it's like super welcoming to folks too, to kind of bring them into the whiskey world. Like it'd be great for bourbon drinkers. Yeah, actually a really great, great intro for that. A really great intro. If you got someone who's just, Oh, I just, I drink Blanton's and (laughs) four roses and basil Hayden. You'd like, if you want to get them on the scotch side, like this would be a really good, that's a really crossover good yeah. crossover dram. So for me, that's why I put that up to like a seven. And then with the value and stuff, I'm going to, I'll bump it up to a seven and a half. You know what? You've convinced me. I'm actually going to change mine and bring it down to a seven and a half for those exact same reasons of the other things that are behind me that are eight, eight and a halves. I can't have everything yeah. in eight. So yeah, I think seven and a half yeah. right on. That's fair. Um, I'll go first for the comic book. Yep. I love this. <laughs> um, it's it's not something that I'm going to constantly pick up and read um, all the time. Those? Those two. Um, I mean, this entire run. Oh, uh, right. For people just listening, I'm pointing at a Death Vigil trade paperback from Image Comics and the last Batman trade from the... Um, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo run. Um, Is Death Vigil, which Alex I also have because it's amazing. Death Vigil, yes. Um, so it's it's you know it's it's not that, but as like a pick it up. It's six issues, like you said. You burn through it in a night. Oh yeah, like it's great if you can find like the trade paperback is probably run you fifteen twenty bucks, 20 bucks maybe. maybe. Totally worth twenty dollars because you will read it more than just once. Or if you're like going through your comic book shop like you'll just be paying cover you might even they might even oh, be on a discount for single issues and it's a couple yeah. bucks for all of them like yeah you're gonna get 15 20 for for a book that's it's batman and then it's, it's batman and the ninja turtles what the hell do you want yeah. so it's gonna get it gets an eight and a half for me okay that's that's exactly where i had it as well it's and and for all those like i mean all those same type of reasons it yeah. like it hits that nostalgia of mm-hmm. like kid of the nineties, just loving the Ninja Turtles. So it, it really brought back that fun loving, 
you know, they're cracking jokes and then like Batman's brooding, but then he has a little bit of fun nerding out with Donatello, like I said before. And then it's just got, it's got so many of those notes. And then as a big Batman fan, you know, love that, obviously. Um, The story was really compelling and I don't think we, I don't think we touched enough on the story when we were talking about it it's really well written too like it's it flows it makes sense they there's like the complex complexity of the characters on from like both worlds really do play really well together um it's j uh am i saying this right it's tinian tiny tinian tiny yes tiny i was just looking it up because i was like we didn't shout out the writer and that's absurd of us sorry james it, yeah, it's and I'm, I just I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Um, like he does such a good job of bringing both worlds together in a yeah. way that makes sense, but isn't overly complicated. Um, so it's it's a super fun read. the The banter back and forth between I mean, obviously between the turtles is, is spectacular. Um, there's some really great Splinter Batman moments, mm-hmm. which are really really good. And then, like I said, when Ra's al Ghul comes into it in the later issues, him and Shredder have some really great moments as well. So, like, that's that's great. It's a beautiful-looking book. The the way that Freddie Williams does the, um, like, some of the combat sequences where it's, like, the shadow of some, like, doing a backflip over top of the Foot Clan or oh, something. Yeah, it's, like, that transmission. It's so yeah. nice. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's an eight and a half for me. And it's it's it like creeping, um, because I do love both these both of these things by themselves so much. Like it, it's creeping towards higher, but eight and yeah. a half. That's cool. Uh, and the pairing together. Um, I've got the pairing at an eight and a half as well, just because I do think both of these things work so well. Like it's it's a blended whiskey. It's a blended mashup. It's it's got the influences of the Far East and Japanese. Um, Japanese Mizunara oak casks and like and it's got those influences from the book with like all the ninjutsu and the martial arts and the turtles and splinter and blah 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 it's it's just it's really good that like the blending on both sides um I yeah. think really works so it's an eight and a half for me yeah I'm just gonna say ditto and we can move on because right, you go. pretty much hit sure. all the spots <laughs> yeah no it's great sure. all I'll say is like if you buy a bottle of this, like, so you can, for $80, the scotches, right? So yep. you get a bottle of the whiskey, you get the book for 20 bucks. For $100, you are set up for a very good night or a couple nights. And then you Hopefully can... Hopefully a couple nights with the whiskey. Loan loan the book and send a dram to a friend and yeah. have them do it too and, you know, and enjoy it as well. So um, thanks everybody for checking out the Whiskey Geeks. You can go to our website, thewhiskeygeeks.com. We're also on Instagram at thewhiskeygeeks, just like it's spelled on our fancy shirts. Does have an if E you, in whiskey. It does. If you want a shirt, email us. Uh, our email address is thewhiskeygeeks at gmail.com. Also, Everything's flashing on the screen at once. Ooh, technology. Just amazing. It's It's almost like you went to school to do this kind of stuff. Kind of, right? We've also got Whiskey Geeks Glencairns, uh, these fancy glasses that we're drinking out of. So if you want one of those, you can email us as well. They're, uh, what would we say, 15 bucks Canadian? Yeah, 15 Canadian. If you're not in Canada, there might be some shipping. Super cheap for you. But uh, yeah, it's like $8 or $4 for for Americans, yeah. (laughs) Uh, but uh, get in touch. And lastly, uh, we need to thank and actually send a special shout out to our friend, Colin response. 
Um, the theme song for our show is something about your love from call and response. He broke his leg. So oh, no, did he? Uh, yeah, he did. Oh, <laughs> he, he, he got hit when he was on a moped. Oh, geez. he's fine. I mean, he broke his leg. So Ish. sorry, Colin, but we've, we've <laughs> chatted. Tanny and I have, have chatted with him and he's, he's doing, he's doing okay. But, uh, oh, man. yeah, rough. So Rest go up, buy his, yeah, go buy his stuff, please. Make go him feel better. Yeah. Go to call response.com. Hit him up on social. I'll flash all of his social stuff here too. Yeah. go, go wish him, wish him well. <laughs> his yeah. recovery. Jeez. Cause uh, poor guy. Um, anyway, that's, that's gonna be it. You got anything else you want to say? No. Anything you no, want to I plug? Think, I, no, I think uh, you hit the, hit the outro really nice. Cool. Yeah. I mean, subscribe. You know, Subscribe where you can subscribe. Um, yeah. You know, follow us on Instagram. We'd love we love chatting about this stuff. So if you've got other mashups that you thought would be really cool, let us know either in the comments down below or hit us up on Instagram. We'll be posting some uh, stuff there about this pairing, obviously, as it comes up. So, yeah. yeah, thanks so much. And make sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube channel and the podcast because we are doing two episodes a week now. Uh, every Wednesday, Thursday there's going to be something that we call the short box where we do a quick comic book review of something that we have in our own personal collections, either one of us. Uh, and then on Fridays, we've got either this full podcast episode that you're listening to, or we have our neck pour sessions, which are five to 12 minute episodes where we are getting a brand new bottle of whiskey, cracking it, pouring the neck, the neck pour out of it and doing a quick little review on it. So make sure you're subscribing and, uh, ringing that bell as they say in youtube land smash to get that button yeah just to get notifications when the new uh when the new content yeah. drops awesome so, yeah this hey, is fun man round two round this two. is good this is better than round one maybe better than the first one post the first one that we nah, did. forget maybe that first one yeah it's gone we have to do one more re-record and we'll be fine it's it was oh, it was it was garbage i feel like i was i was sitting down like on the other side here Right. holding my phone up with a voice memo thing because I it's didn't have a microphone. Yeah. And yeah, we don't need to post that. We've yeah, had a few more right. reps. It's it probably well, I mean, better. If you've seen our other, I mean, please go watch our other videos. You'll notice that <laughs> our surroundings look a little bit nicer in this one now yeah. too. We've got proper lighting and both of our backgrounds are better than just gray walls. <laughs> or bright blue wall. Or bright blue wall, yeah. Anyway, we're rambling so much. too much. Yeah. Thanks, folks. Right, we'll get out of here. And remember, guys, Scotch and Stories, they belong together. Cheers, Cheers. Bud.